for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. welcome you to Living Life. You know, I had the joy of growing up in the church. As a young boy, I would go to Sunday school and the teacher would have a flannel graph and it was something that they could do storytelling on. It had fabric kind of made out of wool and there would be the characters that were in the story the teacher would put on the flannel graph. So for example, like the story of David and Goliath, and there would be this small David figure and then the giant Goliath. And then we could see how David killed Goliath. And the teacher could use the flannel graph to tell the story. But I don't remember the story of David and Bathsheba being on this flannel graph. And certainly, as we come to our Living Life devotional today in looking at Judges chapter 19, Oh, this story I don't think would be a good one to tell the kids using a flannel graph because it has all this in it like adultery, homosexuality, it has rape and murder and mutilation and cover-up and a whole lot more. And it's just something that is very troubling, but it's in our scriptures. So it might not be something that we would see on a flannel graph, but it is right here in God's holy word. And God's word is for us. And so God has something that he wants to share with us in this text, even in Judges chapter 19. So let's have ears to hear as the scriptures now are read for us. Judges chapter 19, verses 1 through 15. In those days, Israel had no king. Now a Levite who lived in a remote area in the hill country of Ephraim took a concubine from Bethlehem in Judah. But she was unfaithful to him. She left him and went back to her parents' home in Bethlehem, Judah. After she had been there four months, her husband went to her to persuade her to return. He had with him his servant and two donkeys. She took him into her parents' home, and when her father saw him, he gladly welcomed him. His father-in-law, the woman's father, prevailed on him to stay, so he remained with him three days, eating and drinking and sleeping there. On the fourth day, they got up early and he prepared to leave. But the woman's father said to his son-in-law, "'Refresh yourself with something to eat.' Then you can go. So the two of them sat down to eat and drink together. Afterward, the woman's father said, Please stay tonight and enjoy yourself. And when the man got up to go, his father-in-law persuaded him, so he stayed there that night. On the morning of the fifth day, when he rose to go, the woman's father said, Refresh yourself, wait till afternoon. So the two of them ate together. Then when the man with his concubine and his servant got up to leave, 
His father-in-law, the woman's father, said, Now look, it's almost evening. Spend the night here. The day is nearly over. Stay and enjoy yourself. Early tomorrow morning you can get up and be on your way home. But unwilling to stay another night, the man left and went toward Jebus, that is, Jerusalem, with his two saddled donkeys and his concubine. When they were near Jebus and the day was almost gone, the servant said to his master, Come, let's stop at this city of the Jebusites and spend the night. His master replied, No, we won't go into any city whose people are not Israelites. We will go on to Gibeah. He added, Come, let's try to reach Gibeah or Ramah and spend the night in one of those places. So they went on and the sun set as they neared Gibeah and Benjamin. There they stopped to spend the night. They went and sat in the city square, but no one took them in for the night. So Judges chapter 19 is really the story of a dark and decisive story in Israel's past. And it all begins with the words here in verse 1, In those days Israel had no king. And because of that we know that everyone did as they saw fit. And this story begins with a Levite. And this Levite has a concubine. And then that concubine commits adultery. She's unfaithful to him. And so she eventually leaves and goes to her parents. And her parents actually live in Bethlehem. So this story right away, we see that this relationship, they could use some marriage counseling. I mean, yes, it was a Levite. This was the son of a Levi. But they, he was also the son of Adam, meaning he had a sinful nature, as did she. And they needed to work together for their marriage. But we see adultery. And of course, that's something that can be very uh, divisive in a marriage. Because marriage is to be exclusive. And it's to be mutual, that love relationship. But of course, I'm sure there was some nagging and some division in that relationship. And there was some distance. And so they had to have, an, there was a need for them, like most marriages. We need to, to really make sure that we're, we're on fire for the Lord. He's in the center of our marriage. But in this case, God was not in the center. In fact, the enemy, Satan, was doing his job of trying to split their relationship, just like he wants to split our relationship with God. Well, nevertheless, here in our text, we see this Levite and his concubine. They have a separation. But then we're told in verse 3 that her husband, the Levite, went to her to persuade her to return. He wanted to have that relationship with restored, or at least that's what we're thinking is happening. And this Levite therefore goes to Bethlehem. Now, of course, Bethlehem is where we see the birthplace of King Jesus. 
All right, we're told in our text that there was no king at that time. But of course, later on, there would be Jesus born in that very town. And he would be not just king, but king of kings and Lord of lords. Oh, how we need to, as we look at a passage like this, to be reminded that we need to follow Jesus and have him be Lord of our lives and Lord right there in our marriages. Well, here we see that there is a need for, say, like our little kingdoms, right? The things that we have say over, we need to place our little kingdom into God's kingdom. We need to surrender to the Lord. But that's not what we're going to see in our text today. And so we can continue on and look, say, at verse 10. We see that uh, after going back to his father-in-law and to his concubine, that there was a time of, of being together. But on the fifth day, he finally says, it's time for us to leave and to go back home. And so he was willing not to stay one more night. And it says, the man left and went toward Jebus, that is Jerusalem. But he didn't want to stay there. I mean, his servant that was with him wanted them to stay there for the night. But that's not where the Israelites were at that time. And so he said, let's continue on to Gibeah. And so they make their way, they bypass uh, Jerusalem, and they go to this place called Gibeah. And there we're going to see that they're not going to really be given much hospitality. I mean, let me tell you, the story's going to get a lot worse. But for right now, we see like in verse 15, it says, there they stopped to spend the night. So this is the Levite, this is the concubine, the servant, and then a couple donkeys. And they went and sat in the city square, and then listen, but no one took them in for the night. I mean, there was to be hospitality. Like when Jesus said, like, I was a stranger and you invited me in. But in this case, nobody invited him in. And so there they were. Now, as I said, this story is going to take an even more dramatic turn, but we'll look at that in tomorrow's Living Life devotional. But for today, we're seeing very clearly that we're moving into a time when there was no king. They certainly weren't looking at God as king, and everyone was doing what was right in their own eyes. Well, that's not right for a marriage. It's not right for our lives. So let's be people who truly follow King Jesus, and let's do so to God's glory and our joy. So as we close our Living Life devotional today, and we know as we look forward in this chapter 19 of Judges, that things are going to get a whole lot worse, that we're just reminded that the people back then, they didn't have a king. They didn't have God as their king. They were involved in sin, and they didn't have a 
human leader who was pointing them back to God. Well, we as God's people living today know that we need to follow King Jesus. So it's like we should go back to Sunday school and have flannel graph. I mean, imagine us sitting around uh, a teacher and they share about the resurrection of Jesus. So you see the tomb there and they remove the stone and then we can see Jesus alive and there on the flannel graph just being reminded with this storytelling that Jesus is alive and we can trust him. Well, that's the gospel. Let's pray. Well, Heavenly Father, as we turn to a hard passage like we're looking at here in Judges chapter 19, Father, we know that there is depravity. We know that there is sin. But we thank you so much for the fact that there is good news. There's a gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I pray that you would be helping each one of us to continue to place our faith, our hope, our trust, and our confidence in Jesus Christ. We thank you that indeed we serve a risen Savior. And it's in his name that we do pray. Amen. Sim,